coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but right now, they're so new. They're blowing our minds right now. They're blowing our minds. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, in regards to the media and the government, they're, they're destroying our minds right now. They're destroying our minds. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because together we're encouraging our minds right now in the Lord. That's the goal. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. That thingy, you know... Are we watching? We were talking about having our minds blown. We were having our, talking about our minds having to be destroyed. We were talking about having our minds being encouraged. Watch this. Are we watching what we're eating in our minds? You know how people say you are what you eat? First of all, I'm not a radish. Second of all, you are what you think. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Whoa, 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 are we watching that? Are we aware of our diet mentally? Wowzer. Hey, simple. If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. That's sad. Don't let it die of loneliness. We want you to reach out to us. Give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you call 972-445-0770, something fantastic happens. You end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite! All right, now get this, because I want you to catch this. Talking to Dynamite D. Well, what's that like, Dave? Talking to Dynamite D is like talking to somebody who actually cares and is not just giving you lip service. Pretty good, Dave. That's good. Like when you call those people and they act like they really care about you, when you call on a customer service and they're like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just move on. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is you can reach out to us. We want you to. It's a fantastic opportunity to do so. You can text us, by the way, if it's, if it's something you've got going on, maybe a praise report, maybe a prayer request. We know that we need to be praying for Annika. We know that we need to be praying for Eric. We know we need to be praying for Durban. We want you to reach out to us, right, for Gary and for Deborah and for, you know, Roslyn and all of our people, for Ace, who's doing better. Hey, still got to pray for him. 
And you can text us, by the way, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. That's the sound of paint. Okay, and additionally, you can reach out to us with an email. That's always fun. Send an email if you want to. That's very safe. Nobody will know. Nothing's going on. Nobody gets that information. Just send it to David at hemustincrease.org. That's David at hemustincrease.org. Use the D and the A and the V and the I and the D, all of those. David at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you up to the website. A couple of things to tell you on the website. If you have general questions about the faith, about the show, fantastic. I cannot really give you directions on how to get somewhere on a trip, so you got to kind of focus it towards what we're doing. If you've got questions, don't hesitate to ask, especially about the faith. If you've got a comment, don't don't hesitate. Uh, I understand some people have different kinds of comments. Some are positive, some are negative. If you've got a negative, just couch it in a lot of love. That's all. That's all you got got to do. And then also on the website is the opportunity to give money. Why is that important? Because we can't do the show without it. I'm not independently wealthy. Not that I'm aware of, or at least somebody, if somebody did that, they took all the money because nobody told me. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is if you give, you can give directly through the website, 100% safe, or you can give through a check or through a credit card by getting in touch with us. All that info is on the website. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org What's that, Dave? <laughs> that is people listening to the show and thinking Dave still thinks he's funny and they're banging their head against the wall going boing, 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 boing. What do you think? Pretty much. That's pretty yeah. accurate. Or or it could just be you uh, dropped the food that you bought from the store like a Twinkie and it just keeps bouncing up and down because it's really it's really it's actually not food in its own little way. True. See what I'm saying? All right. Here's uh, the bottom line. We're going to open up with a word of prayer. Nobody minds because we need to do that. Plus, we need to be praying for one another. Let's do that. We've got people to bring before the Lord, so let's do it together. Father, we come before you right now in the powerful, authoritative name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. And we fully believe that you are capable, able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. So we lift up Eric to you. We lift up his shoulder and ask you to bring healing into his shoulder. We lift up Annika. We ask you to bring healing into her body for Rosalind as well and for Deborah as well and for Ace and for Gary, for Mary, and for all the people that are hurting, people that are hurting that they don't even call and tell us, Lord. I know there's people hurting out there. Please touch these people, and not just for the physical hurts, but for the emotional hurts. We've got a lot of people who have been wounded or are being wounded And we are asking you to bring the healing balm of Gilead. Bring the graceful healing power that comes through the stripes of Jesus Christ into their lives. For by his stripes we are healed. Bless these people. Touch these people. Love these people, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, before we get into, we're going to have a discussion. We're kind of changing directions all the way around today. So what else is new? 
Nothing. <laughs> Nothing is new, right? That's how we get down. That's right. That's how we roll. How we roll? We have no idea what's going to happen. That's how we roll. Here's the bottom thing I want you to remember. Don't forget to pray for the audience. And and don't forget to pray for your April buddies. April buddies. People that call. People that you hear about. People that have different elements. Don't hesitate to reach out in prayer for them on their behalf before the Lord. You want to know why? The Lord loves that, and what a man sows, that shall he also reap. And when you do that, guess what? You get people praying for you, too. That's kind of nice. That's a nice little benefit, isn't it? Sure is. All right, let's have a brief discussion. I'm going to do this a little different this morning, or this morning, this afternoon. It's kind of like morning for me. Here you go. Uh, We're going to talk about Passover. You want to know why? Because Passover is starting today, so I want to talk about Christians and Passover. I got to DDD that I'm going to do after this segment in the next segment. But first, before we do that, I want to talk to you about Passover. Okay? First question, is Passover important to Christians? As with all the biblical festivals, Passover foreshadows the coming of Jesus, our Deliverer and our Savior. He is the one who made eternal atonement for our sins. You may recall John the Baptist seeing Jesus coming towards him, crying out, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That's John 1.29. Jesus is the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. When? Before the foundation of the world. And he has come to free us from the bondage and enslavement of sin. Just as the Passover lamb was to be without fault, the scriptures record that Jesus was without fault. Not one of Jesus' bones, by the way, were broken, not even on the cross, like the Passover lamb. On the night he was betrayed, Jesus observed the Passover meal with his disciples. In fact, he said, I've earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And that's in Luke twenty-two fifteen. 15. Now, Here's the thrust. Here's the big, big thing. The book of Exodus tells us the story of the Israelites' journey to freedom as God delivered them from slavery in Egypt. Centuries earlier, Jacob and his sons had left the promised land because of famine to live with Joseph in Egypt. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. Not a brilliant move, but definitely of the plan of God. But by this time, he had become Pharaoh's closest advisors. In Egypt, the Hebrews prospered until a new pharaoh ascended the throne. The new pharaoh oppressed descendants of Jacob and eventually enslaved them. The people cried out to God, who heard their cry, and commanded their release. Because the pharaoh's heart was hardened, God sent ten increasingly dreadful plagues on the land. The night of the tenth plague, God caused every firstborn son of every household in Egypt to be slain. Only then... The ruler of Egypt agreed to let God's people go. But that dreadful night, one more significant thing happened. God passed over the households of all the Israelites who put the blood of the lamb on their doorposts. This sign of blood protected the faithful. Don't you love where this is going? This is so good. The first instructions from the Passover are in Exodus 12. And begin with the lamb. On the tenth day of the first month of the year, a lamb was to be selected, brought home, and inspected for five days to check for blemishes. The lamb had to be perfect. 
the lamb was slain at Passover that was to be unblemished. No bones were to be broken. It was the blood of this pure and spotless lamb that made a way of freedom because the life of the flesh is in the blood for it is the blood that makes atonement by the life. That's Leviticus 17.11. Exodus 12.6 says that the lamb was to be killed at twilight or, watch this, between the evenings. Uh Uh-oh, why is that important, folks? Ancient Jewish tradition describes this time from when the sun starts to set until it had completely gone down approximately 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Well, why is that important? Mark 15, 34, 37 says Yeshua finally died around the ninth hour of the day. First hour of the day was at sunrise, approximately 6 a.m. Ninth hour is about 3 p.m. Yeshua died at the exact time the Passover lambs were being killed, according to Moses' instructions in Exodus 12, 6. How is that not? Don't tell me that's not cool. That's unbelievable. Here's the last thing. In the book of Exodus, we also read that the Israelites were to remove all leaven from their households and only ate unleavened bread. The leaven symbolized sin. Symbolically, they removed sin from their camp. We who are delivered from sin and death by the Passover lamb, who is Yeshua, Jesus, are similarly told to purge the leaven from our lives. The Feast of Passover continually recalls the story of the miracle of God's provision for his people. Listen up. Many people proclaim Jesus or Yeshua as the Passover lamb, but it goes far beyond this basic understanding. Part of Passover's meaning for Christians is that it reminds us that like Israel's deliverance from Egypt, God fights on your behalf. Sometimes the battle is greater than you expect only because the victory he intends is also going to be greater that you expect. That last part was extra sweet. Oh, my boy. As if for a Passover entry point, huh? People are like, what are you talking about, Passover? There it is. <laughs> there it is. If you didn't get that, I cannot help you. And when we get back, we're going to go a little bit more into the DDD part of it. Because why? Because we can. That's why. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. <laughs> Come on. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Here you go. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Paul said, follow me. 
as I follow Christ. What happens when he stops following Christ? You stop following him. And what about 2 Corinthians 2.14? Not that we rule over your faith, Paul said. What? Not that we rule over your faith. So this whole notion that there's this authority structure and that people have to obey because if they don't obey in every nuance, they're going to be, you know, zapped or whatever. Ours was better. You know what our story was? Ken told the story about past congregations he had how, about people who disobeyed him and spoke evil about them and how God killed them. That's what he told us. In fact, it was true that somebody out of the 110 people out of his three previous churches, let's just, we'll just leave that there, uh, uh, one person did die. Wow, one out of 110. They picked up a hitchhiker on their way to Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, I pastored in Flagstaff. And uh, the hitchhiker ended up killing the guy because the guy was a mental case. But uh, can use that after his church was closed 15 years later saying, see, what? What? But we were too dumb to know. So now you have the same guy that told us how to attack a Christian leader, telling us we can no longer attack Christian leaders unless he, the anointed of God, gives us permission. He's in charge, and we can't challenge him or question him. And, oh, by the way, if we talk about the anointed or touch the prophets of God, God will kill us, and he's him. So I, I, he's, he's the one of the anointed, so we can't touch him. Even though none of that is scriptural, none of that is right, and all of that is wackadoodle. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're going to be doing our trivia questions. I'm telling you now, don't you, I, nobody needs to answer more than the question, but we are asking five questions in the book of Revelation. Five questions, and here is your first question. Ready? You don't need to answer more, just what the question is. Ready? Because they all kind of build on each other. How many churches received letters? How many churches received letters in the book of Revelation? Now, let's just understand something. It's the book of Revelation, not Revelations. It's not plural. It's a singular. That's how they'll receive. It's a singular revelation. It's not multiple revelations. It's just simple. How many churches received letters in the book of Revelation? If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David at he must increase.org. David at he must increase.org. So I do want you to be aware of something, and I don't, uh, we do have somebody who's calling in, and we're going to get to them in a split second. Two things. The sh things that I share with you on the Passover, you can use that and share with everybody. That's a combination of a couple of different places that I pulled all the info from. That's why I read it the way I read it, because they wrote it better than I can. <laughs> I don't got a problem with that. All my material is borrowed, I will repay uh, in heaven. 
Okay, that's my attitude. It's like, I, we didn't make any money on this. Here's how this works. How it works is there's certain things that are that are set up that are really uh, just done better than I can do, and I have no problem bringing that to you, just letting you know ahead of time. And then the second thing I want to – well, first, let's get the caller, and then I'll say all the other stuff because i got so much stuff to do. So let's do the caller. Let's have the caller come through. Knock, knock. This is David. Oh, and there they go. Are, are we, we going to assume that was Samson? Is that Was that a good guess? Are they back on? That was Samson. No, he's probably going to call back. Though. Okay, we'll let him call back. Okay, the other thing I want to say real quickly, and I just want to say this because there's a few people that have a really difficult time with, oh, I don't like Christmas. Oh, I don't like Easter. I don't like these things. As a Christian, when I first became a Christian, I did not celebrate Easter the way that most people typically did in my first couple of years because uh, I always kind of thought every day was Resurrection Day. But the Scripture is very clear in Colossians chapter 2, verse 16. It says this, Therefore, no one is to act as your judge in regard to food and drink or in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day. That goes both ways. People can't judge people for doing it, and people can't judge people for not doing it. It goes both ways. And so when we talk about Passover, we talk about Christmas, we talk about Easter, we talk about that stuff. If you don't like it, fantastic. Don't be judging because of it. That's not okay. All right? Got it. All right. Now we think... Somebody is ready. Is it the same? All the same, same, same. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, this is Samson. And you, by the way, you give the answer. That was Samson. <laughs> the call dropped Samson. <laughs> oh, oh the, the call dropped and that's was Samson. All right. I need your, I need All your right. trivia uh, answer. Quickly, before I drop my call. So it's like 7 11. Oh, no. I'm in seven churches. Seven churches is correct, Amanda! Just so people can know, because eventually we are going to be getting into the book of Revelation and breaking it down from two completely different perspectives, which will be tons of fun if we do it right. Those seven churches make a semicircle, and we're the postal route for the Romans. That's the postal route they used to have. So people don't know. It's like, yeah, yeah, kind of the postal route they went. Oh, that's kind of cool. All right. So excellent job, brother. How are you doing, by the way? You doing all right? Are you there? He's gone. Well, at least he got it in there. <laughs> Don't you love Samson? <laughs> hey, at least he got the answer in there. We didn't right. get a dial tone this all time, right. though. All right. All right. Well, just when he calls back, just say we love you. <laughs> I got to go on. Uh, we got to do our DNA. DNA is uh, this one standing for D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. I mean, every day you got to spend time with the guy in the sky. And again, I, I, I just wish I can communicate how effective and powerful it is. When you spend time with the Lord, it takes away the, the power of the world breaking down on your head. Just, it's just the truth. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed. Never. When somebody claims to be an apostle or a priest or something, and you know what they're teaching is just absolutely ridiculous, that is the time you go, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am not ashamed of the words of Jesus Christ, like that person is. And then A, always be ready to serve. To serve because OPM. 
Other people matter. It can't just be about you. can't just be about me. It's got to be about all of us, but it's all really about Jesus. So let's keep the point there. Let me do this Passover teach real quickly because it's not that complex. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 6 and 7. Okay, Paul makes a reference here. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Remember, we were talking about leaven being connected to sin. Verse 7, cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump. See, we're all lump heads. It's just whether you're a new one or an old one. As you, as you really are unleavened. You're unleavened? What? For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. See, Jesus is the understanding and the fulfillment of, for the church to grasp Passover and the event that happened to Israel was a blessing for Israel, the people of God, and it's manifested in Jesus Christ as the Messiah. John chapter 1, verse 36, and then we'll get into Revelation 5 real quick. As Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, look, there is the Lamb of God. You need the Lamb for the Passover. There he is. Yay. Revelation chapter 5, verse 6. You have to love this. It's fantastic. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain with seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. What did they see? What did John see? A lamb. You know what's really funny? As he heard a lion, but then saw a lamb. This is how cool Revelation is. It's like the coolest book ever. Here's the bottom line. Jesus is our Passover lamb. For as many as have the blood of Jesus Christ in their lives, at the doorposts of their lives, they are safe. It's just like, wait, Jesus is the Passover lamb? Yes, he's our Passover lamb. He's the further manifestation of what the Passover is. That, that that happened to Israel happened to Israel. It's to be celebrated. Praise the Lord for his great deliverance for people. Guess what? That was a huge testimony to the eternal. And guess who the lamb is for the eternal? Jesus Christ, the Passover lamb, the lamb of God whose blood is on the doorposts of our lives. So we are not condemned. God passes over and has mercy. Woohoo! How do you not rejoice? Hallelujah. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. 
no outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Woman walks into window and sues for injuries. Play that again. (laughs) Apparently now, being moronic entitles you to sue. Uh, Here's the problem. The person walked into a window and sued the restaurant owner because there was a window there. I want to say two things. One, my dog has more common sense than that because my dog stops at the window and waits. And number two, I guess with the $100,000 the woman is trying to get, she can buy a sensor that goes off and she can wrap it around her forehead so that whenever she's going to come close to an object, it will beep for her. What do you think? That's a good one. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at 1,000 miles an hour into space. Once there... You can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts, and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.